Welcome back to the run home. We are here for bedshed experts in temper mattresses, pillows, adjustable bases. Check the range of temper products in store. Visit bedshed.com.au. And let's get to our next guest. And she's been playing some really good football for the Fremantle Dockers. She's come across from Ireland. Her name is Orla Lally. Orla, welcome to our show. Thanks very much. Thanks for having me on. You must be loving life here in Perth, playing in the AFLW and getting some more midfield minutes and playing well. Yeah, definitely. And even enjoying the bit of sunshine as well to go with it. You are from Ireland. Tell us a bit about your story and your journey to get to this point. Yeah, so um, I grew up playing Gaelic football at home in Ireland. Um, started when I was, I suppose, around seven or eight. Um, was really lucky playing with County Mead. Um, we won three All-Irelands in a row um, from 2020 to 2022 um, and then got drafted by Frio to come over for Season 7 and um, haven't looked back since. I was lucky enough to play in the International Rules Series, but I wasn't lucky enough to go to Ireland and play. We played in Australia that year. Croke Park, I always wanted to play there in front of 80,000. You had the good fortune of playing in front of 32,000 people there, but tell us about Croke Park and that experience. Yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Um, I suppose similar to here, we're trying to get equal playing fields for both men and women. So getting to play in, I suppose, the best stadium in Ireland um, in front of a home crowd was just absolutely amazing. Um, and yeah, I, I actually went to a couple of the Aussie Reels games um, years ago when I was younger and the atmosphere is just absolutely um, unbelievable and something that is really hard to even describe. It's just so amazing to witness it and experience it. Before we get into your performances on the field this season, I want to go back to the AFL Grand Final. I'm led to believe that you were on the Kiss Cam. How did that go at the MCG? Oh, yeah. I was like, what are the chances? A innocent Irish in the stadium. I think there was 101,000 there. And I was like, I'm going to put up there. But, um, yeah, the girls got a good <laughs> laugh out of it. We all got a good few uh, giggles out of it. So, if it made people laugh, it was worth it. <laughs> and speaking of making people laugh, I enjoyed the footage that was on Instagram where your coach, Lisa Webb, I believe she missed one of your team buses. What happened there? <laughs> yeah, for once we were actually all a couple of minutes on, on time and we are all there on the bus wait, uh, ready to head off. And we were like, have we got everyone? Everyone kind of responds, yeah, yeah. And then off we go, I think two minutes early. Um, but it just shows the importance of that two minutes because we missed our coach. <laughs> <laughs> you would have kept driving if that was our bus. No, oh, I going. hope there were some fines involved. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, it is important to be able to enjoy yourself. And even though the Fremantle Dockers, they're still mathematically, you can still mathematically make the finals, but it has been a bit of an up-and-down season, but all the girls seem to get along well. What would you say are the strengths? Because from the outside looking in, chemistry is certainly one of them. Yeah, definitely. I think um, experiencing um, success before at home in Ireland, one of the key components of that was the connection and bond between our group. Um, and then... I suppose over here in Frio, um, we're really we've really drove that this year, and you can really see the difference uh, when we're out playing. And even as the game went on, you can see that connection build both on and off the footy field. So that's something that we'll really drive on for the next um the next few weeks, and definitely pre-season next year, 
um, to build us and get us where we want to be. What did you make of the conditions? You probably played in similar conditions back in Ireland, but it was very, very windy against Melbourne. Yeah, I can definitely see why they're a handball team. <laughs> um, <laughs> any, any kick that we done, I think, was we were just guessing where it was going to um, end up. But, you no, know, we tried our best, I suppose, to adjust and adapt the conditions. They were the same for both teams. So um, credit to Melbourne. They're really well um worst team and uh, we've learned a lot an awful lot from that game we went out there with our um, head held high and we gave it everything so I was really proud of the girls and yeah so much learning to take away from it that we can bring into this week and going ahead for next season as well I think the game plan became about just kick it to Megan Kaufman because she was on fire playing in the forward line and she's had some different roles this year but to finish with three goals was her best game in the competition so far yeah, of course. And Megan is such a um, pivotal point up there in the forward line, both her voice and leadership, and she's just so strong. So to have her have that have a game like that against one of the best teams in the comp just shows that we have standards there and we have the talent. So now it's just about bringing it together and, um, yeah, just working towards that, getting where we want to be. Jay Flynn goes out. Serena Gibbs is also out with concussion protocols. What about Anya Tai? And how important has Anya Tai been for you, helping you settle in here in Perth? Oh, um, yeah, I can't even put into words how good she's been. Um, she's like a big sister. I follow her around to copy everything she does. But um, she's an absolute role model. So again, on and off the field, she's a great person. She's constantly um, developing um and yeah, she's a huge uh, pivotal point in our team. But even though she couldn't play last weekend, she still gave 100% off the field and brought the energy for the girls and constantly coached us as well. So she's, yeah, seriously important. And it would be great if we could have her back next week. So we're hoping that we will have her back out on the field. Like I mentioned before, it has been a bit of a roller coaster of a season, but one shining light is Emma O'Driscoll. We expect her to be a potential All Australian, but who are some of the other players who have stood out as a teammate? Um, yeah, I think all the girls have been working seriously hard, and um, Driscoll is an absolute fantastic leader. She's really helped me as well in getting better in the footy aspect of things um, and coaching the game. Um, I think Dana East has been outstanding as well. Again, she's only 21, and she, even my experience in the midfield, she's just really stepped up and was constantly a leader for me and a big voice out there, and the same as Anne Stanett. Um, I suppose even a new role for Anne this year. She usually plays in the back line, but she's been playing mostly midfield, and she just slotted in there as if she had been there all her life. So it's amazing to see people to be able to adjust like that and uh, yeah it's really exciting going forward you mentioned Anne Stannett now she did indeed design this weekend's pride jumper did she get up in front of the group and go through what the jumping jumper means to her and how she came up with the design yeah so Anne um, put a huge amount of work into which I suppose her big message was to show that it's more than just a jumper and she has included um the chevrons as part of the LGBTQIA plus flag colours, um, which is 
really important um, making sure that everyone is included and then she actually put in some statistics as well from the LGBTIQA plus health Oz, um, and mental health and suicide prevention um, so yeah it's really important to be able to I suppose get the topic um, but also kind of create conversation about it it's all well and great having a lovely jumper and um, seeing the nice colours and everything but and actually went one step further and put the statistics put um, studies in on that and yeah it's just really important for people to be able to start talking and I suppose ask questions and learn and everyone feel included. I want to ask about growing up in Ireland because in Australia the last few years we do have different rounds across different sports that honour certain things, whether it's you know international round, pride round, whatever it might be. Is that common in Ireland as well? Um, I suppose it's trying to. It's it's on that um that road to um including that sort of stuff. But I suppose even me coming over here. We wouldn't have a pride round or anything like that. We might have a, a week where we try and raise awareness of it, and it's it's not spoken about an awful lot at home. So for me coming over and seeing the way that everyone's included and how they celebrate um, pride round and even indigenous round, um, it was a huge learning curve for me and really, I suppose, opened my eyes to different culture and making sure like to be aware and accept everyone for who they are. So I think it's a really, really good and really important round um, just to, for especially the young kids coming up. Um, even one of the statistics on the back of the jumper shows that only 6% of LGBTI plus are involved in team sports. So that's a really low uh, percentage. And again, if Ange's jumper and the round itself can get people talking and creating conversation. It might let that younger age group to feel more comfortable and be included in uh, team sports and not have to be worried about being judged. Um, and yeah, I think that's really important. It's a really good message, a strong message, and very well spoken by yourself. I just want to ask what's the biggest challenge or what has been the biggest challenge on the field for you to try and learn our game? Oh, there's a few. <laughs> um, I think last year it was predicting the bounce of the ball. That was definitely <laughs> that was definitely a struggle. I was like, no, nah, like it, you can't predict it. But now the more that I get used to it, it's like, okay, you just have to be ready no matter what. Um, but I think the probably physicality and then um, knowing when to uh, kick and when to handball and kind of that sort of stuff and the style of the game but girls have been amazing and um, I'm learning constantly each game and I'm really looking forward to next season to have a full pre-season under my belt and um, being able to learn more and just improve. How did you go at school at maths? Uh, yeah I actually loved it but it hasn't helped me too much out on the field. <laughs> well tell me how many points you need to win by on the weekend to get into the finals. <laughs> Oh, something's telling me I think about 80, maybe. <laughs> that's uh, that's not out of the realm of possibility. It might need to be 80 to 1 or something like that. But good luck. <laughs> We've enjoyed the chat. You've spoken so beautifully. And you're certainly making, making a big impact in the community, but also for the Fremantle Dockers playing some great footy with a big future. Thanks for your time. Thanks very much. Thank you.